Hi guys and girls, welcome to episode 67 of the podcast. It was a cold open, I just did a terrible joke and now we're going into the podcast. Not that you guys will hear the uh, terrible joke. Ha ha. <laughs> you get slapped if you do that. Unless they like it. Mm. <laughs> anyway, how are we all doing? Uh, as recording, this is the Wednesday the 4th of November 2020. The year of hell. Uh, yeah, the part day. two. Oh. <laughs> Lockdown 2.0, but yeah, we'll get on to that later. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's Year of Hell part two. The, uh, the what you call it, the, um, the Star Trek Voyager episode names uh, seem to be going very well at the moment. Because Year of Hell part mm. one, obviously, was just getting the shit kicked out of you from January round to about July, and then now we're getting fucked again. It's great. Getting uh, face stomped. Yeah. Uh, uh, how are we doing, Bubs? You keeping alright? Yes, not too bad. I just moved everything from one side because the cat was scratching like he wanted to go under the quilt. And of course, now he wants to go on the other side. But I am fine. <laughs> cat, that is. It's, yeah, I was going to say, it's cat's prerogative yeah. to be an absolute bastard. Yes. So, um, and Dolph? Cats are great math. Sorry, go on. Cats are great mathematicians. Oh, They're not yeah. exact, oh, exact shit to cause you the most inconvenience. Yeah. Mm. They can work out mathematically as well. Yeah. Have you ever seen that um, YouTube video of like um, what cats do at 3 a.m.? And it's just two, like a guy and a girl with like cat face makeup on. And he's like, this alarm goes off. He's like, oh, what time is it? And it's like 3 a.m. It's like 3 a.m. It's like I've got to go do the thing. It's like no, I've got to go do the thing. And then he just cuts to him running into the living room and just knocking shit over and jumping all over stuff and making shit loads of noise. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right for a cat. Yeah, I usually get a wet nose in my face at like four in the morning. It's like pay wake up, to me. wake up, feed <laughs> me, damn it. Yeah, I want to love now, human. Apparently, there's um another YouTube video. This was like I heard off another podcast, uh, where they taught this cat to use some buttons that say different things. So it's like food, mm. uh, mm. good, bad, and pet, and. The cat I think I've seen in the video was like pet, so the 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 owner starts petting it, and it's like pet bad, pet bad, pet bad, pet bad, because he was doing it wrong apparently, according to the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Buddy'd be clever enough for that. He's a special one. No. This the same found not, but I think another found does it with dogs. Oh yeah, you can do it with dogs and cats and all sorts. But they ring bells for food and stuff. It's like you get them to ring a bell, and it's like okay, and then you want food now. I think that's the same video where they removed the food button just for shits and giggles, and it couldn't find the fucking food button. <laughs> wow. Just did that bad, 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 bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would probably be Buddy. Oh. He yeah. is very... He does front rolls, front, front forward rolls down the stairs. <laughs> Bless him. And his favourite treat is mayonnaise. Ooh. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. 
The weird. cat. Very weird. As soon, as soon as I get the mayo out of the fridge, he's like, oh, is that for me? You're on a lace it with catnip and watch him fucking, like, literally climb the ceiling. Well, I've tried him with catnip, but he's not really overly impressed with it, to be fair. Some cats uh, with catnip, they, get, they just go sleeping, going comatose, or others go completely yeah. shit, shit crazy. Yeah. Yours, like, he's just stony. not bothered. I don't... He's just not bothered. Mm. But... I mean, as you get a tied-up crisp packet, and whoo, that's crazy. Yeah, my, my dad's cat on Canada, and he just just went to sleep. Mm. I say you stop him at three a.m. Just fucking, just like, <laughs> just like sleep powder in his face for his catnip. Sleep, <laughs> just watch him fucking just collapse. Good. Oh, sleep, man. Give me catnip. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, right, shall we get into some topics then tonight? We can. So the first uh, topic is uh, Tales from the Pub. <laughs> We're not going to have many of these going forward at the moment, but uh, you know, let's let's see it out with a hurrah, shall we? So it's a Sunday night. Um, I'm working with my mate who she stays until the end. I finish about nine on a Sunday because taking the lad to school the next day and he's go like collecting from her parents and go home. Um, and her mum and her brother had come in and they were sat at the other side of the pub obviously social distancing and all that and wearing masks and stuff and um, I noticed like that he got up and he, he was like waving and pointing and waving and I'm like oh I think your brother wants you and she just turned around and went what are you saying? what's he saying? I'm like I don't know he's wearing a mask <laughs> and she's like, "Oh yeah, fuck!" <laughs> and it, it just tickled me so much that he was just like, "What's he saying?" I said, like, "Well, I can't tell. He's wearing a mask." <laughs> I honestly, some of the like the the dumb things we do uh, that we we just used to know, like people like gesturing at us and like mouthing stuff. So now it's just like the gesture out of mouth at us. It's like. I have no idea what you're saying because you're wearing a mask. But that chuckled the fuck out of me that Sunday. And it's like, <laughs> it, was just, it was just so perfect. It's like, yeah, I don't know. He's wearing a mask. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and it was like the daftest question ever. But she was probably not thinking at that time about it. And I, I love when you have those like genuine just bouts of stupidity that you don't usually get from a person. Because she's a really smart person. But it was just funny that she just come out with this clangor, and I just had to just hit the hit the ground running on that one. I was tired as well. It had been a long day. But that was my little bar story. Um, the last one until probably next year now, but we'll we'll get onto that one later. Um, mm. Should we move on to the next topic? Uh, so you have to talk me through this one, because I've not read this one. Mm -hmm. So Asda has launched its sustainability store. I, I don't yes I, I don't get so it. in in their I believe they've put they've you launched it in Leeds as their flagship for it so essentially it's like um you can um you know buy a certain amount of tea coffee pasta um a lot of the I'm assuming as their own brand um cereals and you would get like a bag or a bucket or something to put in them. And it's just like a dispenser. So you dispense however much you want, take it to the till and pay for it. 
and then of course you reuse the bucket for the next time you need it or the you know whatever you've got it in so they basically so made it a way and pay pretty much yeah so it's it's to do with um reducing plastic packaging and um the need for that kind of thing you know this brings a whole new uh meaning to the words cup of soup if you forget a bag. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was waiting for that one to just use that yeah. one because I thought of it straight away. <laughs> I'm like, I've literally just spat all over my fucking keyboard as well. I was that excited by it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's been a tough week. I've not had any good day off and gone crazy. Oh. Do you think you can AFC bucket cart over back at Wings? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I've brought my bucket back. Can I have a <laughs> discount? It's still greasy. Fuck it. I'm not going So, yeah, it's all about the reducing the need for plastic packaging and reusing packaging that you already have. Mm-hmm. So you could take in your own Tupperware, essentially, fill it up, and you've paid for whatever you've got rather than paying for whatever you've got in the packaging. You see, how I do things at the moment is I buy a bag there and then i use that bag as a, a rubbish bag because all the bags yeah. these days are biodegradable so they become that, that horrible like flaky shit that you find mm-hmm. in the bottom of your cupboard when you're like oh fuck i need a carrier bag and then yeah you've got shreds of bleeding shite rather than carrier bags so but i'd, I'd be one of them people i go there and i'd be like fuck i haven't brought a bag and then you, I go to the counter with just like a fistful of fucking pasta. And it's like, can you weigh that, please? I'll take it as it is. I'll shove it in my pocket. You can imagine, though, there's some enterprising thieves getting stopped at the door. And it's like, can I just check your pocket, sir? And it's fucking coming out. Oh, I see you've got some macaroni in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite surprised you managed to get that minestrone in there without it leaking. <laughs> But no, I think they probably have things in place that if you don't have your own packaging, they would provide something for you to put it in. Mm. But I think because now Asda is, again, once again, British owned and it's been, you know, it's a British company, it would definitely do a lot of good for our economy and our environmental stuff. So they've said it details 15 15 refill stations of over 30 household goods in sold in refillable formats these include cereal oats tea coffee rice pasta um there's also a refill zone for shampoo conditioner laundry detergent hand soap shower gel so they've kind of i think they've kind of gone all out to see what's going to work and what's going to not going to work yeah so fingers crossed it'll be good for him People going in there slapping a bit of head and shoulders on the head when it's pissing it down when they go outside. Imagine what kids oh, are going to no. do, do though, like make a fucking shampoo potion, have a, a bit of head and shoulders. Yeah. So now I've got anti dandruff, I've got no kink formula, I've got smooth hair and colour conditioning, and uh, I won't get lice got... this year. And now I have a rash on my head. <laughs> and now my scalp's on fucking fire. <laughs> but again, the other good thing is that they're trialling it in their lead shop, which is, for once, not a location that is London-based. Yeah. Because a lot of things you find, they, 
they start out doing these trials of like we're gonna do this in our supermarkets and our shops and yeah we're gonna do it in london nowhere else well, that's re- it reason why it takes off in london and stuff as well is because that's where you're you poncy bloody like militant environmentalists who like i only eat uh cheese on a thursday when it's a full moon because it breaks the economy <laughs> if i do I eat it any other time of the year and my uh sweater is made of recycled strips of um fucking i don't know something recyclable because i don't use wool because i think wool from sheeps is just murder or something you know they those kind of people so of course it takes so off of course it takes off wow that echo uh, of course it takes off in that um like area and then they come back and they, they place it somewhere else where like chesterfield's where we're not as on it for stuff like that and people oh. are like what the fuck is this yeah and then kids end up destroying the the head and shoulders aisle because it's now like three foot deep in fucking uh baby shampoo <laughs> and bloody daz because they've turned all the taps on because fuck it because that's what's going to happen there's going to be some enterprise little fuck face that's going to do that yeah so yeah but okay they've, it's they've cool. also they well they've also said of course if it if it takes off they're going to do it in more stores next year um and they're committing to, committed to generating zero carbon emissions by 2040 and reducing waste by 50% as well as having a net regenerative impact on nature by 2050 well i mean it's so, we'll an see. ambitious uh see an ambitious project they've got there i mean i think we'll have to see how like the next couple of years rolls out but i mean we could be just exactly. reducing waste just naturally at this point and then that will put me out of a job thank well i mean there'll always be some form of waste <laughs> they, they might switch you over to the hippy dippy buddy it's like oh we need you to go and take maybe. the compost bins maybe because they don't yeah, want the compost I ain't... We, we need you to take this touching that shit yeah we need you to uh, arrange the composting for the uh the the cheltenham shite bag farmhouse over it blah 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 they need it to be sent to this place for their um, <clears throat> Angora sweater, sustainably knitted shit fabric. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it just goes crazy how people do. We can synthesize meat from protein, for fuck's sake. You can basically make steak. We can make rubbish out of anything. So, yeah, Stop. I don't think it'll be long until it's like, oh, food waste, yeah, we just knit that now. It's like you need a fucking beanie yeah. app for Christmas. Here you go, it was carrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we already do reuse a lot of the food waste. I think one of, um, I can't remember where it is, but they partnered with Sainsbury's, and mm. all the waste that is produced by that certain store does get reused to produce the energy for that store. That's a good idea. Yep. But, you know, you, you can take the plastic bags out of the shop, but you can't take the people asking for the plastic bags out of the shop either. That's true. You, so, uh, speaking of shopping... Oh. <laughs> Dolph, this one... Uh, yeah. This one um, had me so a little I... bit pensive. Well, yeah. So, apparently, a person went into Tesco's, he, was, he bought one on top of, the, top of their own ice cream, you opened it up and that is a very strange uh, shape in the ice cream. Yeah. Uh, looked like a penis. 
It's like, excuse me, ask for vanilla, not hmm. chock and nut. Or cocklet. Cock and nut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he actually tweeted back to Twitter at Tesco saying, Hi, at Tesco, I'm not being funny, but someone has had fun with my ice cream. <laughs> and for the record, I've eaten none of this. <laughs> yeah, the post had garnered 400 likes and dozens of using comments. One responder joked with, someone has made a cock up, and another asked, is it cocklet flavour? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it's cock and nut, by the way. That's the flavour it is. Cock and nut. Is it another what? At least they are not. <laughs> Bob got it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're quite big, those tubs. I'm so envious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, say that's that, terrible. That, that, that guy's got to be a shower because fucking hell, the shrinkage that would happen when you slap on anything cold, and that's <laughs> literally frozen. So I imagine you'd have a couple of walnuts and a, a cocktail sausage very quickly after that dent. What? <laughs> what? I, we're sure it's just not like processing when they were putting like pumping it into the thing that it just settled that way did they ever get a a definitive answer back um not the more no they just uh just trying for the article and just literally just close the article off also you've got to imagine that if that is because this looks smooth as fuck this like dent in the his ice cream so that guy's had to have manscaped Heavy manscaping going on to not leave any any trace uh, hairs because you imagine there's got to be some trace hairs. There's a little like there's a little line underneath it as well. So like, what's that supposed to be? Um, well, that's the vein. Let me have a look at the picture. No, no, because there's the the what looks like the bit and the the other bit. And then there's the... like another bit that's supposed to look like looks maybe like a finger. Oh no! All right, so this is a side on. So this is like shaft and balls, and then he's done the head of the dick. Yeah, no, I can see that it's side on, but then you've got und- like underneath it where the balls are. There's like another line in it. Hmm. I don't know, but I wouldn't eat that bit. It might be a bit salty. Maybe he was like holding it straight with his hand, and that's like, like just... his finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe. That's one smooth impression. There's no vein marks or anything. That's just. It definitely left an impression, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Um. No, I think someone has just like got a spoon and fucked around. They stuck the thumb in to make the 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 bell end, and the shaft on the on the other side. The one part of that. Yeah, that makes more sense that it, it is someone fucking around drawing dicks in ice creams, rather than slapping their dick in ice cream. Although yeah. you know, there's there's somebody out there that will slap their oh. dick in ice cream because. Whatever oh. you can think of that's bit perverted, there's always some fucker who's done it. So well, we never know. We never know either way. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, so the next like one, this is a bit of like a crazy start as well. We're just like crazy daft things. Um, so the clocks went back in the UK two weeks ago, roughly. Uh, was it? Uh, Monday, I think. Monday. Yeah, no, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, so it was, after, it, uh, it was after the podcast, but um, right before this one, obviously, it was on a Sunday. Yeah, so, so it wasn't the Sunday just before, Sunday prior. Yeah. Yeah. So before that happened, uh, there was a petition, two actual petitions to Parliament for um, them to stop the clocks going back an hour because no one wants an extra hour of 2020. Now, That's one true. of the uh, petitions was immediately uh, thrown out because they had one active one and it needed 10,000 signatures or like names on the on the form before it would go into Parliament and apparently it only had like 50. So... Because <laughs> you don't actually get an extra hour of 2020 though. It's all like measured out that you get the same amount of time every year. Yeah. That said, there's no point moving the clocks regardless then, is it really? <clears throat> Well, it, it was mainly um, back in the times before streetlights and stuff like that. It was for candles, to save your candles um, and lighting bills, basically. And then uh, as it's gone forward, it's to let your children go to school and come from school in relative like light. So it's not dark. Because then like, it gets dark around about four, half four now at night, rather than for you to well, let yeah. the clocks... Um, stay. It would have been like five o'clock, but it wouldn't get light until about half eight, nine o'clock when the kids are already going to school. So it kind of works then, still for that. You could have just argued and just when it gets to the time where it starts getting darker earlier, then just start school earlier. Oh fuck that! I'm not walking in to school an extra hour early. Fuck it. <laughs> That's to say that a lot of people will <laughs> will do with it. Have an extra hour in bed for one day, and then you know, which I slept that extra hour, so it didn't really make much difference to my life, except I had better sleep that night. And that's the thing: people are moaning about this extra hour of twenty twenty, but it's like you're gonna be asleep for it anyway, unless you're out partying, but you're not partying at the moment, so you'd be asleep. So you're not going to really be like, oh, fuck, I've got another hour. You wake up and go, oh, shit. It's only that time, not this time, because the clock on the wall is different from my phone. Oh, I've had an extra hour. Yeah. That's good. Because <laughs> and... that's kind of what I did. I woke up and was like, oh, it's at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Um... Well, I, I woke up, looked at the clock, and it's like, oh, fuck, it's half 10. I've got to be working an hour, and then looked at my phone and said, it's only half nine. <laughs> It's great. Um, it's I don't know. It was a really daft petition, um, and I don't know. I I can see that people are frustrated with this year and they want it to end, and they think that next year is going to be this magical reset button and everything's going to back to normal. But yep. no, it's not. This is going to be uh, just the next couple of years are just going to be like, what's going to go wrong next? Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know what will go wrong next is the fact that we've all been eating Jaffa cakes wrong, according to Jaffa cakes themselves. Yeah, I'm fucking gobsmacked by this. Me too. So, without look, have you seen the picture? 
Yeah. Yeah, so how do you eat your Jaffa cakes? Do you have chocolate on top or the chocolate on the bottom? The chocolate on the top and eat like around the outside bit first. Well, you eat it upside down. The... <laughs> I know. And that's yeah. very upsetting. But yeah. you know how I eat my Jaffa cakes? I either do what Bob does and nibble it, or I immediately go for the chocolate uh, and orange center in the middle, rip that off, and then eat the rest of the Jaffa cake. Yeah. Uh, you don't do full moon, half moon, total eclipse. No. <laughs> it's usually. Either... I was just thinking that. Fuck's sake, that advert. I love those adverts. They were great. <laughs> but it's either a literally um, nibble the, the middle bit off, or it's just gone. Yeah. You. you, you but either... always with the chocolate on top. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it always goes in like full or not at all. Or you nibble. Yeah. So some guy asked um, Jaffa cakes what the what side of the Jaffa is the bottom, and they got a response. And it was, "Hi David, our Jaffa cakes go through a reservoir of chocolate, so the chocolate is on the bottom. Thanks, Jaffa cakes." He's like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's wrong. So wrong. Well, just to say it's the bottom though doesn't mean you eat it from the bottom. No, but you always have a top and a bottom of biscuit. But it right? implies it, yeah. But then chocolate biscuits, how do you eat chocolate biscuits? What, like well, chocolate I would assume it? that you're supposed to now eat them with the chocolate on the bottom. But you eat them with the chocolate on the top. Hmm. But they, that, that's probably done the same method where the reservoir of chocolate is at the bottom. But you yep. saying maybe question a lot of biscuits now. Like, which way is the right way up for a bourbon biscuit? I was just thinking that. There can't be a wrong way to eat a bourbon. Well, there is. And that's because... shove it all in at once. You nibble one of the sides off and then chew on the, the fondant yeah. in the middle. Same way you eat a Kit Kat. You have to eat like the outside bits first. Yes. The goal is to have all the chocolate off and just leave the wafer. Yeah. And a Ferrero Rocher, you have to eat all the chocolate outside first, and then eat the middle. Or in my case, throw them at someone else, because I don't like those. Fine, I'll eat them. I, I, very, I would dunk it in tea, or I break it apart, scrape with the fondant, and eat the biscuits. What, the, what, the fucking Ferrero Rocher? Ugh. <laughs> no, the bourbons he's talking about, you oh, know. My Prez dunks biscuits, and I don't know why. He's fucking for bourbons, at least. I'm like, don't, like, don't dunk I... chocolate in anything. The I tea don't cookies. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, it's rich tea biscuits. Yeah. Oh, I will never dunk the creams in tea, though. I'll never do that. Never no. Do that. No. Uh, Bob's here's one for you. Do you remember the Cadbury's chocolate-covered rich tea biscuits that they did a few years back? Yes. Where the fuck are they these days? I am jonesing so hard for some chocolate-covered rich tea biscuits. Even Tesco doesn't do them anymore, and they used to do like a knockoff version that was just as fucking nice. They do. They do have like um, Cadbury's roundies though. That's not the they're same. They're really nice. Yeah, the but same. they're really nice. They're really nice. It's like I'm going back to BMBM biscuits because they were nice as well. The chocolate ones are them. They, do you know they probably sell them in like Home Bargain or B and M? They've got mm. to. It's like reasons as well. If I ever go in Poundland, it's like fuck yeah, reasons. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> yeah. So quiet as you'll ever. Them. Yeah, the quietest you'll ever hear me is the half an hour it takes me to chew through that bag. 
Because <laughs> just can't fucking talk. Because you're too big. I'm on this like really thick. God, no wonder I'm fat. <laughs> I, lo- I absolutely love chocolate though. It's it's gonna kill me one day, I think. But uh, there's worse ways to die. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, reasons chocolate right, bars. It's okay. And you know what pisses okay. me off the most though. Um, and like some of the younger audience will have zero fucking idea about this, but um, the old mint crisp uh, Cadbury's bars, they were fucking great. Like they had mint chocolate and then these like mint, like sugary crispy bits in them, and it was just like mint choc overload. It was lovely. And then when they did them recently, the chocolate is kind of vaguely mint, and then they've got these green sugary bits in that don't have any flavour to them at all. It's like, what the fuck did you do to that? And I, I miss those. I wish I could go back in time and just like scoop shitloads of chocolate from then and bring it back without it expiring. Because that'd be great. They were lovely. Fucking lovely. But uh, we are rambling about food too much, so let's move on, shall we? Why has it gone really quiet? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say, you just like just stopped and let me go on like a, a, a tear off there. Oh, You're both I'm as bad as each other. I'm with the fucking fireworks. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because... Every single bastard weekend for the past fucking month... I got home from Vic's the other the other Saturday at one o'clock in the morning, and they were still fucking going off. Yeah. Well, tomorrow is meant to be bonfire night here in the UK, and because of lockdown coming tomorrow, as we record this, they've basically said, "Fuck you, you're not doing fireworks night," so everyone's setting them off tonight instead. So there's going to be some like maimed kids somewhere, and a couple of houses will burn down because. They're all desperately trying to burn hundreds of pounds worth of explosives that they really shouldn't be buying these days. I don't know why people buy them. They say, yes, they look cool and they make a nice sound, but it, it's still Do they really burning. need to make that sound anymore? Yeah. They don't need to make that sound anymore. They could make them without that sound. It, it's, because Buddy it's... was all nice and asleep, and now he's just freaked the fuck out. Mm. I mean, I don't know if you can hear them. No. Uh, your mic's not picking them up. Freaked out if a fire went off and went, oh, who's a good dog? But <laughs> Can you hear them? No, can't. Oh. I think I heard one then. But it is... For, like... It's frustrating, because it's like, why, why are you... Especially in this day and age, this year... You're literally spending hundreds of pounds you could save for hoarding toilet paper and doing dumb shit to not get coronavirus, and you are literally burning the sky instead because you haven't got anything better to do. Oh, it's yep. tradition. Yeah, right, cool, thanks. Don't care. Don't care. So, so if I want a free fireworks show now, I literally just open the lad fucking curtains and we just sit there on the side of his bed and watch them. Because we don't have to buy fireworks. We've never bought fireworks. Because it's just such a random waste of time. Because people are doing it bigger and better near you anyway. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, I'll save 60 quid. <laughs> and I'll watch three hours oh, worth yeah. of fucking The Blitz reenacted rather than uh, yep. try and burn my own fucking eyebrows off in my garden. Oh, wait. My brother lives just... His house backs up onto Stan Road. Oh, yeah. Which is, for those who don't know, Chesterfield, we have a big park called Stan Road. And that's where they have, like, the big fireworks show every year. So they've been living there for four or five years now. Mm. So we just go around to their house and sit on their back garden and watch them there and have a barbecue. Yeah. Stan Road so good. was not happening this year, by the way, uh, for anyone wondering. That fireworks display was not happening. They said they can't do it safely because they literally charge you £2 to walk onto a field and then they let you at it. And there's a big bonfire yeah. near the middle, and then there's like a cordon off area you can't go to, and some burger vans. And it's just like, there you go, stand in the fucking cold, possibly rain, wait for these big explosions that deafen you, and then go home. Yep. So, it's not great. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. John, why aren't you at sight? Yeah, I got this uh, phone call from a Birmingham based company I'm not going to name. Because I've never even fucking heard of them, to be fair. So it, <laughs> it, it, was, it was a landline at first. It was about 20 past eight. It fucking woke me up. I wasn't happy. So I couldn't go back to sleep. Left it on the side. Then I had a mobile number call. I thought, so I thought I'll, I'll answer it. See who it is. He's like, he's like, all right, is that John? Why are you not at the site? I was like, this isn't John, fella. He goes, who is it? I said, oh, this is, I gave my name. He's like, oh, are you covering for John? I'm like, <laughs> no. You should have. Oh, like, John's, John's going to be in a lot of trouble. It'd be, uh, yeah, be five, ten I, minutes, mate. <laughs> Put phone down. I said, he said, he, he said, he said, are you a friend of John? I said, I don't know any John fella. He's like, do you live local to Birmingham? I said, I'm probably as, I'm, I'm really far away from Birmingham. He's like, oh, wait, whereabouts are you? I said, I live in this county. He's like, oh shit, yeah, you're pretty far away. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you've got the wrong number. I've said to you that twice. <laughs> Your your home Out, your head already. I'm not in a particularly good mood. <laughs> Check your head office. Make sure you haven't dialed the wrong damn number and try and get hold of John, because my name is not John. <laughs> Honestly, you should have you should have like done your interview oh. and be like, yeah, I'm running late. I'll be ten minutes. Uh, I'm using this is my girlfriend's number. Don't ring it back. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hindsight. <laughs> and then John turns up like four hours late and it's just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> it's great I love, I love the fact that you like you were talking to him and he just didn't believe you weren't John or somebody that was covering for John. He so desperately yeah, wanted you to be the solution to his phone calls. <laughs> Very similar to your, can I book a taxi from yeah. last time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why it's great. It's like, if that had been me, I'd have been like, yeah, sorry, running late. This is my girlfriend's number. I'll, I'll have to give you my number later when we get to the site. I'll be like half an hour, sorry. And then he doesn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be right funny but you know oh, that's so stupid it, honestly it, it's just like as technology progresses and people 
like follow into things it the the craziness of things going <laughs> just people just dialing wrong numbers and assuming it's the right number yeah. or and, or being adamant that they never made a mistake or they weren't given the wrong number and stuff it's it's fucking hilarious but the fact that you got two separate phone fucking calls and they were i'm assuming like you assumed as well they were from the same company trying to get hold of you or john in this case um yeah that's like a fuck up on their end that they've like put this guy's number in the system and missed a digit or carried a three or something and yeah and they've called you but of course they they wouldn't have got it wrong have you ever had that where someone rings you and it's like well this is his number it's like no it fucking isn't it's my number but this is the number he gave me it's like you've probably dialed it wrong try dialing it again and if you get me again then you've got the wrong number written down if you That's get the right about. person, you've got the right number. <laughs> That's one thing I never understood with wrong numbers. Whenever you call them, they're always in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. That's some that's some brilliant observational there, Dolph. They they are always in when you ring the wrong number. Oh. Hmm. And I've had that before. It's like, hello, is that Mister Blah Blah? No. Are you sure? Yes. It's always the the they, like I said, the, the they just don't believe that they fucked up, and so it's like, are you sure? Well, oh, actually, yes. Now I've come to think of it, I am that person. Is this what they're expecting? That, you weirdly, to say? yeah. Weirdly, that happened to my mum today because I had a doctor. I had <clears throat> I had a telephone appointment with the doctors today. Right. And she was supposed to ring me around 10 past 10, but of course they can't give you an exact time because it's a telephone appointment and whatever. Yeah. And then I rung my mum later on this af- this afternoon to tell her what had happened with the doctor. And she was like, oh, did she not tell you what what had happened? And I said, what, well, what do you mean? Oh, well, she rung my mum, she rung my, my old home number. Yeah. And of course said, is that Miss Cooper? And my mum just sort of went, Yeah. <laughs> thinking you know she meant mrs cooper and she apparently the doctor was just about to you know start prattling on about my blood test results and this and that and my mum was like oh I, th- I think you need my daughter rachel and she was like is, is that not you and she was like no like why are they ringing my mum's home number it's, it's... when i moved into this house i changed everything so that the only number they have is my mobile number well, obviously, they've still got your mum's house number <laughs> on fucking record, haven't they? Well, it because my mum and dad are registered there as well, so I don't know if she just got Rang them... Rang the Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Well, can you imagine that? That's like that the fifth just... person she rung called Cooper. They're just like... I know! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is that Mrs. Cooper? We're like, yes, yes, it is. It's like, okay, it's Dr. Such and Such, then, you know... I'm ringing, we've had this back, we've not had that back, you know, we've got this and that. And my mum was like, uh, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, if they fuck up and give you the wrong test for the like a Cooper? Well, and it's like, that's what I and said then they ring your mum by accident. And it's just like, oh, hi, Mrs. Cooper. Yeah, uh, it's going to, you, you, 
pregnancy's going along well, you've got no complications, and your mum's on the phone like, what the fuck? What the f- <laughs> Just giving you some right verbal. Well, like, whoa. That's what I said to my mum. I was like, well, did she actually tell you anything? She went, no, she didn't. I was like, well, uh, I wouldn't mind it if she did, but, you know, yeah. thank God, because she would have probably ended up, you know, in a world of suing for patient confidentiality. But, yeah. <laughs> But it, I, I do a lot but of, just I, just to set the record straight, I am not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put that right there. Although if I was, my mother probably wouldn't be like, "What the fuck?" She'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so weird down the mic, by the way. She would. She'd be like doing a little happy dance and everything. She'd be like, I'm having another grandchild. Two's not enough. Well, I think my mum would be happy that we have another one, although she's more than happy with the fact we got the boy. Although he is a carbon copy of me and he gets pissed off that my mum and dad keep calling my name. And it's like, dude, you are literally literally me when I was a kid. Yeah. You have the same mannerisms. You have the same looks. You give the same fucks that I give. About things, and it's just they can't they can't get it right because they're just so used to seeing that face yeah. twenty years ago. So now you're like the age of I was at that age. It's just it it clicks, and they keep calling you that. And it says you're gonna do that. Although he started calling me like pops every now and again. He's like pops. I mean, uh, dad. Sorry. I'm like, it's a good job. I don't, I don't get annoyed. I call my my dad. I call him Pops. Oh, he calls my dad uh, Pops or Grandfather because my dad insists mm. we call him Father. And then he calls my mum yeah. Mama. Well, I, my mum, my, yeah, my niece Matilda. My, so my gra- my dad is Granddad, mm. and my mum is Grandma Gabba. Gabba. But then I I say to her, but I call it. I call my mum Nanny. Yeah. You're gonna go and tell Nanny. She's like, I mean, come on. Yeah, that one. <laughs> my um. My to grandma... say she's only three, she's too clever for her own good. That child. Oh uh, yeah, they, they are very devious at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma on my dad's side, I used to call her Nana. She was my uh, basically my granddad and my nan on my mum's side were uh like non-existent. Still, really are. And then my nan and my granddad on my dad's side were basically how the boy and my grandparents um, and my parents are now. As in, like, they looked after him and looked after me, uh, should I say. I'm getting confused by it now as well. They looked after me for my mum and dad on work days, and I used to stop over weekends regularly there. And I always considered them just as important as my actual parents sort of thing yeah and yeah he's got that kind of same dynamic with my mum and dad and like i was inseparable from my granddad before he uh passed away when i was younger and then like the boy is just and my dad are just like two fucking schoolmates because my dad mm. still hasn't grown up he's <laughs> He's 65 and he's still in his first childhood. So everyone tells me I should grow up. And it's like, fuck you. My dad hasn't got through into his second childhood yet. And mine finished his first one. So I'm not fucking growing up either. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, it's, um. Yeah. 
I don't even know how we Speaking got Speaking of things that are old, what's this, um, Builder finds a note from 1941? Yeah, so some, uh, some builders were carrying out restorations in a church in uh, Antwerp, the St. James Church, which I think is in Belgium. Yeah. They were basically, uh, what was it, that was trying to protect the structure of the historical building and they discovered a matchbox in the hanging from the tower ceiling. Mm-hmm. There was a note that was dated uh, 21st of July, 1941. And basically, they had it translated, and I'm just trying to find the link now. So it was basically a time capsule. Do you want me to look this up as well, Dolph? Because I might get it quicker. I've got it, okay. Let's okay. uh, translate it to we have to tell the following generations that we didn't have a happy life. We lived through two world wars, one in 1914 and one in 1940. That counts for something, eh? We're working here nearly starving from hunger. They extort us for mere sense for almost no food at all. I want to advise the next generations for when another world war comes, have a sufficient amount of food in excess like rice, coffee, flour, tobacco, grains, wheat, to keep you alive. Enjoy life to the fullest and if necessary, take another wife. The ones you get married, look after your home. Salute, men. So, basically, he's just describing the world war we're currently having with a fucking virus. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's very profound, um, and that... And, yeah, the like the generation today has zero fucking idea about what's gone on in the past. Like, we're fortunate enough to be all in our 30s or around our 30s where we can... Um, remember our grandparents talking about it because they were there in some capacity yeah. my granddad worked on um on like destroyer ships naval destroyer ships for the uh, english navy he was an orderly and an x-ray guy uh he actually survived being killed because he went to make a cup of tea for all the people in the the, the sick bay and that got like sheared off when he went to go make a cup of tea, come back, and there's no fucking Red Bay or anyone in there because they're all fucking gone. Because the front of the ship got blown the fuck off. And it's just like, it's crazy how people today exist because yeah. look back then or uh, fortitude of a person back then was enough to keep it going. And it's crazy how today <laughs> we're struggling with a virus, uh, a guy with a wig on his head, and a guy that is literally a Cheeto running two of the major world powers, and not having a fucking clue how to deal with something as simple as a virus, which is starve the fucking thing. It was back in World War. You starve a... What was it? Um, what was the, the terminology? Starve a fever, feed a cold. Yeah. Yep. And a fever usually is, is linked to a virus, so... Yeah. If you can't give it anywhere to go it will die hmm. and that's the, the problem with like today and um like those guys really did hit the nail on the head with like hey if another world war or big fucking crazy shit that we're all gonna get stuck in comes around stock up on the essentials basically don't panic buy because you're being a fucking idiot today's economy I is a lot different and yet made no mention of Hornet Vile either. <laughs> no. 
They uh, don't mention toilet roll. They probably have bidets. Yeah, a bidet. Bidet. Yeah, bidet, <laughs> a bidet, my lady. <laughs> I think we just got a podcast title there, don't you think? <laughs> I'd like to go to the assumption so. 1941, and it was in Belgium. I'd like to think that that was um, during the joint occupancy of um, World War Two. Yeah. So I think the the French population were quite spread out in, the, in that area, and I think there actually were some French speakers in Belgium at that time. Yeah. I came to that conclusion because at the end of the article, it... Um, yeah, finish off saying salut men which is yeah. which is a um which is some sort of french greeting mm. hey makes me wonder though if there were they were like resistance or something like that that was hiding in the church well they must have been so, you know it's not something that you you think to do no well that really cuz those um notes have been there at the time of recording 59 years yeah. nearly 60 years oh, actually no 80 years nearly nearly 80 years i got my years. math wrong so, uh, 79 years yeah so but again it was also um a good luck thing as well to put something of something of yourself or something something that belonged to you in inside a wall when you were building it yeah cuz i remember when <clears throat> when my dad sort of knocked through um to make a new fireplace in our house he found some stuff that i think my my great granddad must have put there or my granddad must have put in there when they were you know building the original fireplace hmm. and he just put them back like he he built around it like he built his bit and put them back in there as well that's cool so i think it's sort of yeah it's it's also a you know we hope this thing stands because we've put all our faith in it kind of jobby yeah. Well, either way, it's a very poignant, cool bit of history that's been found. A, a, like mm. a definite look into the past in, um, full on It would have been full on, full on occupied Belgium at that point. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> there'd be resistance members running around, fucking Germans roaming the streets. Um. It would have been a real shit show of a time for um, Europe at that point. And we were getting bombed the shower of by the Germans. Um, America, did they have um, Pearl Harbor by then? I can't remember when Pearl Harbor ha happened. Uh, Pearl Harbor was, I think that was early December 1944. All right. I thought, cause I thought it was a lot earlier Yeah, it was on. towards the end. I think yeah. it was towards yeah. the end. Because I thought we had the Americans for a couple of years before it um, finally ended. Well, we might have, but then it just depends on how, you know, when they actually struck at Japan. Let's have a goog, shall we? Uh, per... 1944. December the 7th, 1941. So, the letter was written before like three or four months before uh, Pearl Harbor happened so mm. at, at that point they didn't really have uh, hope because it was really just England and whatever was a guerrilla movement from France that was fighting um, yes. the Americans were really just not doing much they were just giving us 
guns and tanks occasionally. Um, and then, of course, the Japanese went, fuck it, we're having, we're having Americans at Pearl Harbor. And then um, the Americans took a very big exception to that. So, hey, this has been the history section of uh, the podcast. <laughs> we don't usually get this deep on stuff. So yeah. it, it's cool to you know educate a few people about this because not many people these days know about World War One, World War Two, and like the little bit I do remember of World War One, World War Two, like learning it as a kid is is knowledgeable. Like I don't think they've touched World War Two yet at school, and he's thirteen. It's like fuck me, I'd already learned about that by then. We'd done a lot on world wars and stuff it was like hey this is what you should avoid doing in future but... i'm sure we went to like um uh am at primary school and they had like a blitz thing there and that was at primary school hmm. well i know the boy was meant to be going to Birchley park this year hmm. and they've had to obviously delay it um, and that was all about like cracking the Enigma code and stuff like that. And I, I was like, dude, to him, was like, this is going to be your jam. You'll love it because it's all math and puzzle yeah. solving, and it's it's just how his brain works. He loves that kind of shit. And then of course, you know, Koof fucking just destroyed everyone's plans. Um, and now we're all sat here wondering what tomorrow is going to bring because. I'm segueing. Um Lockdown 2 Electric Bugaloo starts tomorrow, the 5th of November, here in England. The government has proposed that until the 2nd of December, that all pubs, bars, restaurants, and non-essential um, shops close. So, uh, me and Dolph are back on furlough again. Yep. Uh, as of tomorrow uh until the 2nd of december although the problem is the schools are still open this time last time we had a lockdown everything shut and it was homeschool um but the problem is they've left the schools open and they're a major source of infection still because you try telling kids these days they can't fucking do something or watch them go fuck you i'm doing it anyway well at my friend's children's school, I'll not mention what school it is, mm. um, which, but it is a primary school, for the last... She's only just found this out, by the way. For the last two weeks, they have had all of the windows open in the classrooms yep. to help with yep. circulation. Mm. And this is a primary school. Yep, kids are literally having to sit with their coats on in class because it's too fucking cold because they can't have the heating on. Um, because they don't want the potential vector of being enclosed space to transmit. Yep. It's it's but so then, odd. How many bugs and viruses do primary school kids pick up? All of them. Especially kids that already have potentially a compromised immune system. Exactly. And joint issues. The, the annoying part about it is they say that kids under the age of like eight or ten don't have to wear masks and it's like as i've said before they are a walking petri disc for every fucking virus bug and disease going around at that age because that's how they they do it 
they've also said that you know they if they can the parents can buy a monogrammed fleece from the school for their kids to wear while they're in class <laughs> fucking wow Fifteen ninety nine each. Oof, that's, that's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Like, no, if you're going to make my kid sit in a cold classroom, you can buy the fleece. You yeah. can pay for. It. You know, like the, the point I was I was trying to get through before we got on the the segue into the schooling thing. Sorry, uh, sorry Bob. It, it was important. You needed <laughs> to say it, and it does. It does need to be talked about. Um, is the fact that they said till the 2nd of December. So they're saying it's going to be a month. So yeah. pubs and bars reopen just in time for Christmas. And Christmas, as we all know, is a shit show for working in pubs, bars and restaurants. Because... People are stupid. And it's busy as fuck. Everybody wants to go out and get their alcoholic on. And... You're telling us that we've got a fucking police that over christmas it's not happening it's not happening nope keeping the schools open is not going to slow the the rate as much as they want before this december uh deadline mm -hmm. so what will happen is like extend it over christmas and it'll be january mm -hmm. when we go back when everyone's fucking not going out and getting pissed for their christmas parties and um going to the pub while christmas dinner burns in the oven um or their kids got the new fucking piano that they didn't want them to get. So they're like, I'm going to the pub for an hour while he mashes his face on this keyboard for an hour and I'm going to come back and I won't care because I'll be drunk. Um, and... <laughs> what kind of yeah. friends do you have that they can afford a new piano for their kid? Well, you know, like a keyboard or whatever. <laughs> uh, but... Oh, yes. Look at our lovely new grand piano. We can't fit anything else in the living room, but we have a grand piano. Yeah, we're just going to stick the fucking Xbox and the TV on top of it. Just don't open the lid, ever. Grand piano, well, there's your mouth. Left it in your pack of gum in your stocking. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a big fucking stocking this year, let me tell you. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly been telling people, I said, look, I'll see you after Christmas. And like, you really think it's going to be yeah. like, it's like, do you really think they're going to let us open for Christmas? And they're like, that is a fair point. And it's like, no, they're let us open for Christmas. It's not going to happen. Um, they have given like concessions to, like, uh, social bubbles, um, and you are allowed to meet one person outdoors from a different household if you are socially distant while you do it, um, and or masks and socially distance, which should be preferred probably because you know. But anything non-essential is a bit of a fucker. So um, I did miss out on pre-ordering the Series X today. But I think I kind of dodged the bullet on that. Because they are opening the shops for them to be handed out on the 10th. But the problem with that is as well, it's non-essential. So technically, if you're stood in a line waiting to go get them, the police could turn up and go, non-essential, fine. And I'd rather wait for a week or two after... Um, that and just get my Xbox delivered to my door. So, but uh, oh, sorry, go on. I am. Um, Hi, Star. Back. By the way. Oh. Sorry, we didn't announce that Star was here. We just <laughs> just throw Star in. Hi, Star. By the way, welcome 
to the podcast. We know you were late because you had a uh, work related stuff. So yeah, no problems. Um, you talking about um like Christmas and like presents and stuff? I saw this thing on um this picture on Facebook which said, "Mom, I need to I need I need some toothpaste," and then she goes, "Okay, fine, but it has to be part of your Christmas has to be part of your stocking though, or something like that." <laughs> Well, yeah, because if they give, if they make us go onto this uh, job, oh, I forgot what the fuck it was called. This job thing that they they're wanting to do, um, basically, it it oh. fuck, it fucks the average worker. So, say if you earn three hundred pound a month, um, it, it leaves you with like ninety six pounds a month or something like that after you've paid out your rent and your. Uh, council and your electric and your gas your essentials and it's like when you're paying the 80% uh, at the moment it works out you've got like 196 pounds uh, left for like your bills for your, like your phone and your food and everything so you can make that work Whereas... I'm going to dip out for 5 minutes and call my mum okay but it, it... see you soon so yeah, it does seem very um, very counterproductive to put everyone on this sixty-seven percent um, wage because nothing else changes. Just you don't have as much money, and Pretty that's much. that's why I I was glad and Dolph was glad that when they told us tomorrow we're going to be back in lockdown for a month, uh, we we're getting furlough money the same as we did back in March, so we're not hurting for money. In fact. Because we're not we're going anywhere, uh, we'll actually be actually quite profitable doing this. Because I'm then not buying snacks. I'm not having to pay um, extra on things for like travel um, and stuff like that. So it, I'm saving money basically by not being at work for a month. But I know some people are going to struggle. Some people are going to be closing their pub doors for the last time uh, later on tonight. And it sucks ass. Um, and there's going to be people tomorrow who never followed the rules, bitching that they can't go for a pint. And they're the ones that caused this. They needed to, um, you know. Hey, welcome back, Bobs. They just needed to welcome do back. what we were asking them to do. It's like, wear a mask. Don't fuck around. Don't... Uh, do stupid shit. Um, don't move furniture. And respect people's boundaries. And you know all those people that didn't do that uh, are the reason why we're shot. <laughs> so, um, I I don't feel sorry for those people. I feel sorry for the people that are now going to be out of work and on unemployment because their company can't survive another lockdown. It kind of sucks. Um, leading into uh, another downer before we go back up again. Um, sucks. Uh, it was. I think it was Sunday, wasn't it? We found it was this very one last couple of days. Legendary James Bond, uh, the first James Bond, Sean Connery. Uh, he died at the age of ninety. He, as far as we know, it was just old age. That we don't know if there was any health complications. I've I've not actually dug into it that much. Um, yeah, he passed away. Passed away in his sleep. Yeah, there was not any health issues that we were aware of, and it definitely wasn't COVID. Definitely, mm. there would have been all over definitely that. Definitely wasn't. 
Um, so it kind of sucks because he was the yardstick that all other James Bonds have been uh, thinking at. He even said himself, he says he felt like he was typecast from the beginning because he did such, a, he was so recognized as James Bond and he, his portrayal of him was just so smooth and so like uh, good that everyone since then have, has been trying to do their own take on him and do a better job or not do a better job and no one's really come close uh he Daniel also played Craig... the dragon well. yeah he was what sorry he played the dragon in Dragonheart as well oh yeah he was also yes, henry he did, jones yes. in indiana jones um he was in the rock with nicholas cage uh he's played a lot of films he was in robin hood he was robin and robin hood uh that came out in like the early 80s slash 90s i think he's done a lot of like yeah. films and stuff and but... then he was king richard in kevin costner's robin hood yeah but he'll always be remembered as james bond yeah. that's the one thing his legacy even if he wasn't particularly happy that he was always going to be james bond first sean connery the actor the second uh he's he's got that legacy that no matter how many James Bond films and how many different actors come along, he did it first uh, in movie form, and he was perfect for it. He had the right amount of sass, he had the right amount of like charm. Um, he swooed the ladies, and he did he did like it all how it should be. Like Daniel Craig Bond is good, but he's missing that charm, the the cheekiness, the I know I can get away with it because I'm good kind of thing that um, Sean Connery's Bond had. But um, yeah, it, it sucks. 2020 has really kicked everyone in the dick this year, or the vagina, uh, for those who uh, I think he also starred in Medicine Man as well, I think. He's been in a lot of films. Possibly. He's been in a lot of films. I've seen some old war films where he's been in them. I think he was in The Longest oh. Day that had like John Wayne and stuff in it. The Hunt for Red October. Yeah, The Hunt for Red October, yeah. Yeah, oh, um, he's... <laughs> yeah Medicine Man, back in 92. That was... He um played a lot... He starred with... What was her name? Uh, uh, Lorraine, someone, I think, off my head. Sophia Lorraine? Lorraine Bracco, I think. I could be completely wrong, but... That's the name that comes to mind. But yeah, a, a legend uh, has passed on to wherever yeah. people go. And still carries on kicking us in the dick. Mm. But uh, a small light has emerged as well in the past couple of weeks. Um, NASA have found water on the moon. Yeah. And immediately there are people like, I need to fucking live there now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, that um, is a major good thing. Yes, because you can technically uh, tap into that, depending on how much water there is on the moon, because it's going to be finite. I don't think it's going to be an infinite pool of it that's been made somewhere. It'll be like lodged in there when it was being created and got frozen and buried. Yeah, uh, not until we can try to have an atmosphere. That's water's gonna be fine. That water's, water's gonna be fine, right? Yeah, but it can create atmosphere in a in like a, a bubble. Basically, you could use it to 
grow plants uh, and create an oxygen atmosphere in that um, yeah. soil and bubble. It's kind of the first step to potentially, you know, like you say, <coughs> atomizing and, and colonizing the moon. Yeah. Once it, we yeah. figure out a safe way for multiple people to travel there. It, it can't be terraforming because uh, I don't think that would work. Because you'd yeah. have to, you'd have to make an atmosphere first, and we don't even know how to fix ours. So making a new one's going to be a bit of a bastard, I think. But yeah. it, it's promising to know that Elite Dangerous and their colonized moon um, can be a thing if done right. Yeah, um, could be done. Could become fruition, I suppose. Yeah. So I'd kind of nudged gaming there, so we'll, we'll slide into gaming. Um, so, you know, with the Microsoft Xbox Series X, what does it look like? It looks like a fridge, apparently. Yeah, so the memes were, it looks like a fridge, <gasps> excuse me, hiccups, uh, and the PS5 looks like a, one of those, like, Netgear Wi-Fi routers from the early 2000s. Oh, uh, the glorified one. <laughs> yeah. And Microsoft went, you know what? We agree with you, it does look like a fridge. So they made an Xbox Series X fridge that comes in scaled up packaging of uh, the Xbox Series X. <laughs> so you unbox this fucking huge box and then there's a, a fridge with the, the Xbox light glow up light on it uh, when you plug it in. It's got green interior lights. It looks fucking great. It's, they've like took that meme of people going, it looks ugly, it looks like a fucking fridge, and then they've done this thing where they've made so many of them, and they were giving them away as well as part of the competition. So, I don't know if it's been won yet or not, but that's cool. And uh, I joked with Sparks last night when we were playing Elite, um, said, do you think they'll make PlayStation, brand, PlayStation 5 brand uh, PS5 routers next Sony will, and it's like because I don't think they will. I don't think they, they could. Overheat after ten minutes. <laughs> but I do like the. If they, I... if they they got to make a big ass. Hmm. Well, that's the thing. Um, it's it's funny how some people are like shit. I need to now make like a s separate room in my house for a PS5 because they are fucking huge. They suppose what you. If if it gets cold in the if it gets cold in the night, just turn your PS5 on. That'll do you one. Well. well, do you see the size of the fucking heatsink on that thing? For fuck's sake! I know it's it's, it's like, oh, it's like the size of a toilet seat. Mm. Also, that you know the they've got those removable side covers that you need to get like get out of to get into the um like memory sticks, the memory the memory expansion slots and stuff. Um, third party people were going to make covers for it, and then Sony immediately made them stop cease to desist so you're not going to be buying them anytime soon unless they're sony brand f f flaps can't get your flaps anywhere else you've got to buy your flaps from sony what you're saying is you can't you can't buy the, the covers for the memory slots even if they even though it's not listed that part of their machine to allow you to have access no no you know the, the whole white flap that goes all the way down the side of the console Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they've they've told them. You can't they can't manufacture them third party. 
even though you're allowed to take them off to get the expansion slot, like they've said, it's okay for you to remove them. But no, Hashtag you, you can't. Fight. Oh yes, but you you cannot fucking uh, buy third party ones apparently. So your flaps aren't coming from third party. You you it's premium flaps all the way. I heard Bob chuckle about this one earlier because I keep saying flaps. <laughs> but um, I'll buy your flaps from anywhere. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get your premium <laughs> flaps. You buy one, you get one flap free. It voids your warranty if you buy dodgy flaps. Yes. Have a pair of flaps for the same price of one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's another like what the fuck kind of Sony thing. Um. But you know, it's it. You, I I've come to expect Sony's odd decisions for things like that. But um, speaking of decisions which actually are good. So, No Man's Sky this year, and I think it was last year when they released, like, Next, um, that kind of fixed the game from being this Broken Promises uh, premium indie title. (laughs) They released uh, Desolation and Origins this year, I believe. Yeah. Well, the... All three as well. Yeah. These expansions. So, they've basically made this game worth playing, uh, and now they've also said, hey... We're going to give you a free update for the for the next gen consoles, so there'll be now um, optimized versions of that. If you own them on, well, if you download them to the new console, they will have the optimized version rather than the version you currently own. So because I can't limit to do. I think it's sixteen people per instance, hmm. but yeah. the next generation will allow you to have up to thirty-two. That sounds good. Lighting. There's more grass textures. There's uh, I've thing, seen, thing. I have seen some like it's... screenshots, and they do look really cool. Like they've had like ray tracing and shit. Um, <laughs> oh, and smoothed out the console because on PC it runs pretty fucking smooth, unless you know you have like the the net coding issues, which is currently something they're working on heavily for crossplay. But the console version, holy shit, the the ports, you get a bit janky if you have a bit too much in your base. You get out of your ship and the, the the up to three second pause while the game saves and then gives you control of your body again. It's like what the fuck? It's instant I don't really on get PC. Much of, I don't really get much of a um delay when I'm jumping out the ship. I get or that. even in. I maybe get like maybe a half second if that. It's like it's very noticeable. It's noticeable. I wouldn't say it's you know um. Well, considering like the first time I played it on console with the Game Pass, because um, I went on Steam already, when I jumped out the ship and I, it did that pause while it saved and then let me have control again, I thought my game soft locked, and was it going to crash? Because I was like, I did not expect that to happen. I thought that was going to work properly. It's like uh, Elite Dangerous, for instance, runs pretty okay on consoles. Um. Currently, it's having problems where you you time tunnel where you get stuck transitioning. Basically, it forgets that you you transition, and so you end up down the fucking time tunnel. Um, but for the most part, it's quite a stable game. Whereas No Man's Sky, it still feels like they've got a lot of coding to, to work around to fix out. But the next gen 
uh, obviously brings it more in line with the PC version, so it makes it smoother because they don't have that bottleneck. Yeah, it's gonna have the oomph to do it. Yeah, and the fact that they're giving you like the free update as well, which will fix a lot of jank. Um, it's like I'm I'm gonna try and get before I get my Series X uh, a copy of No Man's Sky uh, digitally on like some kind of sale on Xbox, and then when it comes to the 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 new version of it coming out, I just have to just basically download No Man's Sky on my Series X, and there you go, it's optimized. Isn't No Man's Sky on Game Pass right now? Yeah, it is. It is. Huh. Because that's how I've been playing it. I've not been. I didn't buy it. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to buy it again. If it drops down to like twenty quid again, I'm going to do that. But I'm <laughs> not going to um, purchase it when I've already got it on the Steam and I can play with you guys anyway. So, mm. crossplay, bitch. Yes. Oh. I've been playing. Go on. Ma- is it made of scare? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the um, like the Man of Medan and shit like that, isn't it? Kind of series that they've brought out recently it's quite creepy it's the uh until dawn but for like xbox consoles kind of games yeah but all the people that are like hunting you they're like the people from is it the bird box that thing with sandra bullock in it that was on netflix oh the one where they're not allowed to look yeah but this is the the other way around, so you, you can't make a noise. Like if you're walking past them, you have to like hold your breath to go past them, and if they hear you making a noise, that's it, you're done. It's creepy. Mm, I don't like those kind of games. It's it's creepy. Mm. You want like amnesia? No, I fuck that. I know, but I have like so much fondness of Resident Evil Four. And Dead Space games, but there's a limit to for me wanting to play them. And in Dead Space, it's when you have the regenerators. It's the same in Resident Evil Four. They have like enemies that basically will keep regenerating until um, you dispose of them. In Resident Evil Four, it was kill these bugs with an infrared scope, so you could see where the bugs were inside the the like the zombie. And in Dead Space, it was literally put this fucking enemy in front of a jet engine and vaporize it. Or um, flush it out of an airlock because you you can't kill it. You have to yeah, a- a- atomize it or something like that. Yeah, there's like there's no way for you to defend yourself. Yeah, I hate which is, I find really annoying. Uh, yeah. Like even if you could like potentially sneak up and stealth kill them, fine. Mm. But I was stood in the wrong place when I was trying to work out one of these puzzles, and one of the blokes like walked straight at me, so I stood you know didn't move mm-hmm. and then when i did move because he was stood right in front of me of course he's heard me and started beating me and i was like well i should be able to like at least hit him back or something but or no. shove him uh, yeah but no no that's why i don't you like can't. playing those kind of games because it is such a like a, a loss of power and it's like don't give me a lot of power um it it should be like you have enough power to protect yourself maybe once or twice and then you have to then think tactically and yeah 
Well, you say, even if it's just like shove them off and run away and yeah. hide. Well, it's like with Dead until Space. they've like stopped. Yeah. It's like with Dead Space, the regenerator yeah. enemy in that. Because it's always one. It's never more than one. It's, they were always really fair about that. But it was like an unrelenting fucker. Uh, you could delimit and it would just grow them back. So the tactic is, if especially if you're having to do like a, a bit of a puzzle section or traversal and this thing's following you, is delimit and then hit it with the stasis that slows down time around it to basically keep it delimbed for longer and then quickly mm. do... And it's just such a panic thing. The game's brilliant, but those sections always pissed me off. Um, But, you know... Uh, there's, it's a good, great, a good game series. Uh, uh, the, the game you're playing is probably really good. It's just, I feel like you should be able to defend yourself better. You Even should. An average person you should. could, you know, yeah. shove a knife in someone's neck or something. Yeah. And knife them and run away. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to really run away. You could just knife them and then just let them, like, gently put them on the floor. And it's and it's like uh, hold these triggers to gently put them on the floor, as you after you've knifed them dead or something. Yeah. Um. But no. But yeah. I is. mean, you might be able to later on in the game, but, but at the moment. Yeah, I. You can't. No, I hate when that. Even if it does give you like stuff later on. So at the beginning of Dead Space Two, I'm going back on Dead Space. Beginning of Dead Space Two, you literally don't have a way of defending yourself at the beginning, <clears throat> and you have to just run basically it's it's cool but it's also nerve-wracking because like you're you're nearly dead when you start and it's like two hits from any of these enemies that are, are set piecing towards you um and you're fucking done and it's like yeah i've not made it past the quote-unquote tutorial area of the game but it's cool i kind of wish they'd make a dead space 4 but they're not gonna because they really fucked with dead space 3 too much MTX in it. Hmm. Well, speaking of fucking with things, <laughs> and EA, fuck EA, it's in their games. Um, Dolph, take this away because you've got all the information on this and I haven't looked at it. <laughs> well, um, remember um, all this, all this uh, shit going on with loot boxes right now? How they're not apparently gambling their surprise <laughs> and all that bollocks. Yeah, they're totally gambling. Nice. Totally uh, last year, I believe, uh, the Dutch court ruled that the games that EA has actually were in violation of their gambling laws and they were told to fix it. Yeah. That one year, nothing has changed, so the Dutch courts have gone, okay, you're now getting a 10 million euro in fines for breaking off <laughs> Nice. I mean, it's not a it, well. It is a massive chunk of change, really. Ten million dollars to EA. That's probably not that much considering nothing. What they make it's a year, euros. but uh, well, well, yeah, euros. Uh, but In, it, it'll stink. I did, I did a video of um some of their responses in the courts. They're just some of them are just actually kind of kind of pitiful. Like, oh, you're, you're questioning uh, developer creativity. No, <laughs> oh, I'm loving the Jim Sterling voice. And developer creativity, you're stopping us from making things that we can monetize. So, have you ever heard yeah, of battle it, passes? It, 
attention, but yeah. yeah. It's like battle passes. Uh, boxes that you pay money for, but it tells you what's in it. If you want to make something worth value, don't make it a fucking gamble. I've got nothing wrong with battle passes in free-to-play games. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But if you're blocking content behind a £60 AAA title, then you're saying, oh, you want this, you got to spend more money. Well, I think for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, their battle pass is about £7 or £8, I think it is. And you instantly get two characters and you're guaranteed two free guns out of the thing. And it also gives you then like extra uh, XP and stuff to level up a bit quicker. But how how like the, the things they dangle on the battle pass, it it's kind of like with PUBG, they really don't do it good enough. So I, I haven't bought a battle pass in about six seasons on that game because um, it just doesn't really appeal to me. Modern Warfare, I've bought three out of the five that have come out so far. Because it's like, oh, i got Captain Price, or i got fucking Ghost from Modern Warfare 2 um, character, and some other bits and bobs. It's cool. Um, and that's basically the, their version of DLC, because none of the maps that they've brought out have been charged for. So they're not charging for content, but bring out the, uh, the like, battle pass things and add extra content in that way, because the guns that I've missed off the battle pass, I can get through uh doing challenges now instead whereas before it was just play enough and you'd get them so um i, I can understand i miss those kind of games where you'd played unlock rewards rather than fucking paying for them yeah i miss i, I kind of like the idea though that they are doing the um like for especially modern warfare it's like rather than like make you pay 20 quid for three maps every couple of months they're just releasing the free the maps for free, and then it's like, oh, but we also have this optional uh, battle pass that you can use, yeah, or not use. It's an op- optional extra, and yeah. it tells you what it's what you're gonna get essentially. Yeah, it's like Fortnite. Whereas with the loot box, you could pay fifty quid and get a load of shit. You can get absolutely fuck all, especially if you're playing FIFA. For yeah. less than one percent fucking ultra boxes. For yeah, they're not quite not 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 not. One percent chance to get um, Ti Omri. Well, this season on Fortnite, uh, it ends at the end of the month. Um, it's all been Marvel characters. So this month, I paid for it out of the coins I earned from the last season. <laughs> I've not actually paid money for a season of Fortnite since the first time I bought one because I earned the required like eight hundred. Uh, fucking Fortnite coins. I can't remember what they're called now. Uh, to get the the season pass open next month or oh, next mm. season should i say uh so i rolled in with deadpool already because he was in one of the previous seasons i i went up fucking hard on unlocking deadpool um they gave in the season pass uh there was uh thingy she hulk uh there was mystique storm doctor doom uh Groot, uh, Thor, and Tony Stark. And then you got Wolverine as well. If you did the Wolverine challenges, you unlocked Wolverine as well. Uh, then each character had their own set of special challenges to do 
that then unlocked a special like oh you get this special glider that only he can use or you the special emote like that makes tony stark equip his iron man armor or wolverine pulls out his claws and uses them as uh the the pickaxe rather than uh an axe that you'd have that you'd have to equip for mining materials so it was really cool like how they've done all that and i've got the point now where i'm collecting the shiny skins because i i think if i get to level 140 by the end of the month i've unlocked everything this pass has had to give me and it didn't cost me anything because <laughs> i'd already earned the that... coins through previous seasons is the shiny skins like when you used to play pogs and you'd have to you really wanted the shiny ones yeah or like you collect yeah. the the football stickers and like the shiny ones are <laughs> well, extra rare i i need to put the uh the shiny Groot skin in the chat uh, eventually and show you because literally it's like somebody just got gold, uh, silver leaf and just covered Groot in like silver spray paint or whatever. He's just a, like a, a metallic silver Groot. <laughs> so, um, like all of them, all of like those characters that I've unlocked this season, all the Marvel characters have a shiny version. They call it like shiny foil or foil version. So, um that's cool mm. and i didn't unlock those until i reached level 100 on the battle pass so it's rewarding you to getting and completing the battle pass and say hey but wait there's a bit more if you want to do it and it's all optional extras you don't have to go to thingy so if you don't want tony stark you don't want mystique uh you just complete so many challenges level up so many times to get to this character as far as I'm aware as well, those are only in if you pay for the battle pass. Otherwise, you earn the coins and certain skins. You don't unlock characters if you don't buy the pass. But you can, if you are clever enough, earn the required coins on that battle pass for the next battle pass. Because it's quite easy to do. They give you like supercharge um, XP, where you earn double XP, basically. So... Like with me going to work and stuff, you get so much of it a day. Uh, and I'd not play from like Friday till Monday usually. And I'd have three days worth of double XP, which would level me up like five or six times easily doing the, the weekly challenges and shit. So I'd breeze through the battle pass. So the game really does uh, like help you out and make you want to keep playing. Whereas the loot box argument is, oh, well, you get this exclusive content that no one else might get. And it's like, yeah, but it's so skewed towards not on the first try that you are disheartened or you end up with a gambling addiction. Uh, so, yeah, fucking bang on the Dutch court to throw 10 million euro fine at them. And I don't think it'll be the last. I think if they carry on, they're going to keep getting fined. Because it were like... I assume that when they find them, they was like, and you've got this long to make sure these loot boxes are out, or we'll find you again. And they will. Um, speaking of money and finding and stuff like that, so, um, you know that game Cyberpunk 2077 that everyone wants to play from uh, CD Projekt Red? Yep. It got delayed. Again. It got delayed again till the 10th or the 7th of December, I think it was. Uh, I can't exactly remember what the, the date was that it was being delayed till. 
Now, they've told the public it's because, yes, we're working on six different versions of the game. Um, ranging from current gen, so your PS4 and your Xbox One versions. Um, the PS4 and PS, uh, the uh, PS4 Pro and the Xbox One uh, X versions, the PS5 and Series X slash S versions, uh, the PC version, and the compatibility versions for upgrading from the uh, Xbox One and PlayStation versions, um, all at once. And they said that we're going to have to put it back a bit. So we've hit gold, but we still want to put more polish on it we're working on a day zero patch um to make sure everything's running great but we want to take that time now they've had an investor meeting since then and because cg project red is a like publicly traded business i think it is uh they have to have the minutes of their uh, their uh investors meetings made public and they turned around to those guys and said, uh, we've delayed the game because we want a better Metacritic score. Because they get bonuses based on, I think it's how it works, they get like bonuses based on how big a Metacritic score they get. And they're aiming for an over 90% um, Metacritic score. So they delayed the game to make sure that they had enough polish and enough done to it to make it so it will be definitely over a 90. So bit shady from CG Project Red in this respect because they're telling the the public one thing and then they're telling their investors another thing. And it seems like they're working on getting those bonuses from their investors by trying to get the better score. Yeah, but a, a rush game is very bad. Yeah. it's That's um, the great Nintendo saying. You, you delay a game and you can only make it better. If you throw it out the door, you make it worse. The problem they've got though is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is ready. It should it could come out today and it'd be fine and it probably would hit ninety. But they are now going back and doing even more polish to it that they probably didn't need to do, really. Um and delaying it again. I feel like this one there's there is too much Forever delaying a game and making sure it comes out right is good, but then if you keep delaying it and keep delaying it and keep delaying it and keep delaying it, people just lose interest. People lose interest, or they get um, like Half-Life Three syndrome, where it's like, just bring the fucking game out already. It better be good. And how do we wait for Half-Life Three now? Uh, well, it's canned. They quietly canned it. And never told anyone. It's been what fifteen years at this point. It came out at like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So it's been a while. Um, the last one it was um, uh, Alex was it Alex stories or some shit? Which is technically a continuation because it hmm. does it does pick up after the events of episode. Uh, oh, yeah, but only at the end of the game. Kind of mild spoiler here that the end of Half-Life Alex does push the story from the end of Half-Life Episode 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, forward by about two minutes. So, what you 
know what happened at the end of, of uh, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, um, it continues from there and gives you more story and it feels like they're going to make the the next Half-Life VR game um, continue the story. The only problem is it's on VR and it's not got a big adoption base yet and I'm not buying VR. I, I, think, I think it's a bit of a fad to be honest. Wow, and 3D it, TVs. Yeah, 3D TVs. That yeah. Everyone went off on how good 3D TVs are. They stopped making them like last year because no yeah. one fucking bought them because they were a yeah. fucking gimmick. Yeah, a fucking gimmick and everyone knew it. That and curved TVs. Fucking curved TVs. Why do you want a curved bastard TV that curves inwards curved. and limits your viewing angle if you're not the person sat right in front of it? How is everyone else meant to watch the fucking TV if one of you can see someone's like leg on one side and you can't see the other side where everything else is going on that's fucking interesting is going on? It's, it's such an uh, odd thing. Could be worse. Could be a, it could be a convex TV or it could bend the other way. <laughs> I, I can see everything. Fucking fish-eyed. You know, hang on, what's 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 um, Bob doing around the corner? Let's go find out. Oh, he's doing that. Okay, and well, what's Charlie doing on the other side of his telly? Yeah, you, yeah, you can imagine that. He fucking bends away from you. It's like you, you've literally got one of you on the other side of the TV. It's like, what's he doing now? Oh, he's doing this. What's he doing on your end? Oh, he's doing this. Do you want to watch ends? Yeah. Oh, cool. He's doing this now. Oh, okay. What about your end? He's in the middle. What's the guy doing left? Well, I can see it's a hand. <laughs> but yeah, I, I never understood kind of like monitors and TVs. It's some really fucking stupid, really. Because when they break, you can't repair them because they are niche. Like three D TVs are niche. But yeah, that kind of exclusivity sort of thing is kind of weird with like convex and concave TVs and 3D TVs and uh, hey, hey, hey guess what <laughs> Yeah, guess what <laughs> Sony and Playstation and Call of Duty are back at it again with their fucking stupid exclusivity so Black Ops uh, Cold War that's coming out like next week um, it's got an exclusivity deal with Sony again, they are coming out another mode that it's out of the zombies mode this time. It's called Onslaught, which I imagine is like endless zombies um, and like a survival wave kind of thing rather than um, how zombies as these days can complete zombies. You can actually finish zombies now. Whereas I think this is like a survival thing because in Modern Warfare uh, uh, remake uh, that came out last year, we've only just got that mystery survival mode for Spec Ops, that they kept exclusive for Sony for a year. Um, and I don't know why they do it, because people are not going to rush to Sony and go, oh yes, I need that fucking endless zombie mode in my zombie mode. And I don't need my Spec Ops survival thing in my Spec Ops survival. But then you've got to look at it as well. It's like, but you're also cutting content out. And basically, 
exclusivity paywalling it for a year. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. And Zay, if you mowed out from a game, you're just literally just cutting your fan base in half and they're not going to fucking buy your game, so you're going to get less money. What was like the Avengers debacle where they cut Spider-Man out of everything but the Sony version of the game? Yeah. And how's their um, doing right now? (laughs) It, It is shit the bed worse than Anthem. Its player base is in, like, double digits these days. It's doing fucking shit. And I actually was going to give it a go. I was going to give the Avengers game a go. And then they said, oh, yeah, no Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Bye. Sony don't have the exclusivity rights to the um, the actual video game version of him because um, he's been in other games in the past while Sony have had the license for the movies. His exclusivity is purely the movies. Disney can make um, animated cartoons uh, and comics and video games with him in. And in in this case, it's Square Enix fucking leaning uh, towards Sony because Sony have gone, hey, we'll give you a bit more money if you fucking make Spider-Man a Sony exclusive. In line with the video, uh, in line with the the movies, and then everyone thinks, "Oh yeah, but it's because of the films." It's like, no, it isn't. It's because fucking Square Enix decided they were going to be dickheads. And I had such hope for them. See, they they do good like versions like the IO Interactive um, Hitman games that Square Enix like help produce. They're fucking great. They're fucking fun. But this, like, 10-year plan Avengers live service game, they alienated, like, a good three-quarters of their fan base when they told them that it was going to be, oh, yeah, play Spider-Man only on PlayStation. Then PC and Xbox are like, so we're getting it cheaper, right? Right? You've cut a main character out of the game, so we're going to get it cheaper, yeah? Why are you laughing at me? What the fuck? And then they've just walked away. Because the game, like the apparently the, the single player campaign part of the game is not bad, and then you hit like a Destiny kind of grind fest afterwards, and that's where people are getting bored. Because they said that even in the game, you fight three or four main Marvel villains, and the rest of them you fight are generic robot bosses. So it's very uninspired. Considering the wealth of uh, Marvel's villains, um, Fortnite's doing a better job at doing uh, fucking Marvel games at the moment. This Fortnite one was great. They've dropped like half of the Marvel universe into the Fortnite island. So, like uh, Ant Man's uh, Anthony, uh, there was a giant fucking like dog uh, house for giant Anthony the ant. Stark Industries uh, exists on the map, for instance. Um, there's all these little bits of like Marvel stuff just appearing. Doom's Domain is there. He took over like a whole like uh, little town on the island of Fortnite, and he's a boss there. And you can go fight him and get his powers off him. And the same with like Iron Man, you can go to Stark Industries and kick the shit out of him. And it's like they're doing a better job than a game that was produced for three or four years with the sole intent of it being a fully Marvel game. 
like one season of Fortnite just put that to fucking shame and it's it's really weird really weird how they um these exclusivity deals and stuff like that really can fuck a game over um but the the onslaught mode from what i can tell it literally is just a small extra mode that's like an endless mode kind of like how the (laughs) spec up survival was in the modern warfare game it's an little extra mode but it pissed people off because it's like you're really cutting that out of the game and making it exclusive for a year considering the next call of duty game comes out next year the year after pretty much and the fan base will go okay time to put this game down and start playing this game and only the diehards will stay with the previous version um so yeah i don't i don't never understand how they think this is going to work using your future sense what do you think they're going to um exclusify next year the um single player campaign <laughs> do you think they're going to do a single player campaign again i mean they're going to have to now that modern warfare's was so good and well, they're gonna... four just didn't have one well they'll lock some other multiplayer mode behind a paywall next year i imagine <laughs> deal. i i imagine the the modern warfare 2 game which which is the natural progression the remake uh continuation of 2 would be like oh here's um the alien survival zombie mode that was in uh call of duty ghosts yeah that's going to be like exclusive for a year or um the modern warfare zombies whatever they do for a, a survival zombie mode the whole thing will be exclusive for a year but um with what Multiplayer mode where you could choose one of the characters from the main campaign, and they'd um probably put fucking put soap behind a um exclusivity for um a year. Well, I mean, they're kind of doing that now in Modern Warfare. Like you buy your season pass when like main characters come out. So I got a season pass literally just to get hold of Captain Price <laughs> and Ghost. So I bought two season passes for for Ghost and Captain Price. <laughs> uh, they haven't released soap yet, but soap wasn't in Modern Warfare One. This time round, in this re- reimagining, it was a Gazan price basically. Mm. So, it, I don't know. I, I feel like that Activision need to really think about what they're doing, especially with the, the trend at the moment is Sony's not being great, Sony's not doing things great at the moment. They're getting a lot of flack for like the recording of uh, voice chats. Uh, their onboard, unupgradable um, default memory that's tiny once you've took the operating system into account. Um, them also kiboshing third-party like skins, shells. Um, it doesn't seem very consumer-friendly. Uh, from a, a company that wants to sell you this brand new console. And the fact that it's fucking huge as well, it's putting people off. Whereas, like, you get to the Series X and the Series S. The Series S does have memory problems, but it's not running 4K games. It's running, like, 1080 games. So that memory size isn't going to be such a, a pain in the ass, really. Um, and the Series X is a beast of a machine, but it's not 
anywhere near as big as the PS5. It's dwarfed by the PS5. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel I feel Sony are gonna have a real uphill struggle if they carry on stubbornly with the we're the best, so we're gonna keep doing things how we want to do, and not looking at it like Xbox are doing. They're going like, we want you guys to have fun. We want you guys to play games. We want you guys to play games on our consoles. We want you to play with your friends who are on other consoles, as long as you play on our consoles, and giving you the option to play backwards compatible games all the way back to the original xbox giving you the option to bring your uh xbox one controllers to the series controller uh to the series consoles giving the option to use the series console controllers on the one consoles giving you um free updates to games that they own for for like no charge. Like Gears of War Five basically is getting a remaster for free on the series consoles, just because they want it to look good. So they went and just polished the fuck out of it to go on. And the people have been saying it's like playing a brand new game from the uh, the preview codes they've been getting because it adds an extra layer of uh, sheen and it runs a lot smoother. Um, the up the frame rate on it from like 30 to 60 so it all just feels like a brand new game kind of like how the Master Chief Collection when they fixed it felt uh, you were like you were playing Halo how you remembered it but it wasn't how you remembered it because it was a whole brand new polished game underneath uh, like playing Halo 3 at 60 frames a second for instance fuck me if I went back and played it now on on the 360, I think I'd cry because it doesn't feel anything like uh, how I'd remember it, even though that's how I played it. So the the Sony and consumer thing, I don't know. I I feel I feel like that's gonna making their the enough rope to hang themselves with sort of uh, motif, whereas Xbox have been like I said very open, very here take it and use it and then after this long talk about it and they've been very good at making sure people can see what it is and what it does and how it works and giving it to people like digital foundry and letting them run with it whereas i don't think any review or like preview builds of the sony consoles have gone anywhere until literally last week and that's when they first got them, but they're embargoed to fuck. They can't do anything uh, and show anything yet until after release date, I think it is. Whereas Microsoft have been like, oh yeah, you can do your frame rate tests and your loading tests and all these things at this date and at this date and at this date. And they've let you slowly build up to it. So you're getting that trickle of information that makes you go. Because I was going to get a Series S. And then when I got enough money to get a Series X, I was like, fuck it, I'm getting one of them instead because, alright, it's a 4K machine and I don't have a 4K telly. But the whole ecosystem that it would like put me into is future-proof and it still runs all my old shit. I can literally plug my external hard drives, which have got all my games on now and not anything on my console, 
into the back of my Xbox and carry on, on the in my new Xbox and just carry on like it was my old Xbox. There's like no barrier. Whereas I'm sure Sony are going to have some weird fucking oh if you're going to play your old PlayStation 4 games not only do you need your PlayStation 4 pad but you need this extra fuck about to do it. Whereas Microsoft is like hey oh you've got an Xbox 360 game have at it. Go on then, load that bugger up. Let's get going. And they're not afraid to let you play old games. They're not afraid to give you their like seal of approval for you to just play what's come out before. Not worry about, hey, you've got to buy these new games. Otherwise, we're going to struggle. It's like, no, no, just play play the games you want to play on our system. And we'll make them look better if we can. We'll make them load faster if we can. <laughs> uh, and... We'll just do what we want. This feels like a paid ad for fucking Microsoft. By the way, I'm not being paid for this. This is my opinion solely. Um, but no one's correcting me on this. They will just listen. Well, mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I honestly think that Microsoft are playing a blinder this year. Uh, and this time round, this generation, they are going to be on top. Sony might sell the most consoles. But they're not going to maintain the way that Xbox will. Xbox will do consistent, steady progress. And they don't need to be number one console sellers. They don't need to be um, number one, like software or whatever. They've got Game Pass. They've got Netflix for games, basically. They've got EA Play coming in soon. So like you'll have EA games folded in there. They own Bethesda. So you'll have exclusive games like the new Elder Scrolls and Doom and stuff like that coming to them. Um they are quietly playing this blinder. They're being very open about it. They're saying, look, we're not going to talk shit. We're just going to let you play these games. And Sony might get the games for Bethesda and stuff, but probably not. It depends on how shitty their practices are when it comes to them coming to the table and going, hey, we want this. Because uh, I know Minecraft took a while to go to Sony. And I think in the end... Microsoft said, yeah, all right, pay us this much to license it offers and also put uh, Xbox Live sign-in on um, on there. So if you want to play with uh, people cross-play, you have to create a Microsoft account and an Xbox account, basically, to use it. Because um, Bob will know this as well, because we own Switches. Mm-hmm. But you sign in with your Xbox Live account, don't you? to get achievements yeah. and you can then play with your Xbox mates and your PC mates and your other Switch mates and your like PS4 mates and it's all because you've, you've used this Xbox ecosystem that's in there to piggyback onto it's yes I did know that but they made they made all the PlayStation <laughs> owners uh, do that as well they From have now, to have yeah they have uh, but <laughs> Uh, yes, but like I said, the PlayStation owners have to have a Microsoft account. <laughs> so you can technically on the I'm PS4 lucky. Yeah, so PlayStation 4 owners can earn Xbox Live achievements. <laughs> uh, Why I even own a PlayStation? Yeah. And like I said though, I, I feel like when you look at the thing and when you see the hardware and then just go through the laundry list of things that people can have a problem with, like day one. 
the the whole thing reeks of um we were number one last time so we're not really trying this time and they're <laughs> carrying on like normal whereas Microsoft to put the the effort in and these are two great big companies that spend millions of dollars a year and aren't going to be hurting if you don't buy one but if I was to choose and I have Xbox ecosystem over Sony just because their ecosystem is more in line with what they want you to do and what you want to do you just want to play your games you move into a new console, but you still want to play your old games. I, I still want to play Elite. It's not coming out on the, the series consoles. There's not going to be a re-release of it on the, the series consoles. But I can just plug my hard drive in and play it on the series consoles because they don't mind that you're doing that. You're future-proofing yourself, and then they might release uh, an optimization patch for the series consoles for Elite later on. And you get the 4K graphics and the 60 or 120 fucking frames or whatever and the faster loading times and stuff like that. And it's there. But you don't lose out. And you don't lose out on playing with your friends who don't upgrade because it's the same ecosystem. It's the same party chats. It's the same thing. So, yeah, okay, Sony are going, look at what we've done different. And Microsoft are, look at what we've done different by keeping it as same as possible. And, you know, I've rambled for a good 20 minutes about this, so I'm going to shut the fuck up now. And we're going to wrap up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you haven't fallen asleep. Hey, come on, wake up. Time to go. Uh, <laughs> this has uh, been... I dozed off a little bit there. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm awake. So this has been episode 67 of the Spartans in Pajamas podcast. Uh, I have been your host, Loz. Uh, I don't think we ever actually introduced ourselves this week, did we? We just rolled straight in on it. I think so. Um, yeah. uh, we've also had the, the lovely dulcet tones of Dolph. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we've had Bob, as always. Hello. And, and goodbye. Course, here we go. And of course, Star has been here as well, even if it's been a brief appearance this time. Um, so if you want to contact us all, um, if you want to do a general message, uh, rather than in individually contact us, if you use the Anchor app, which you can get on iOS and uh, Android and all those kind of app stores that you get for your mobile, uh, you can leave us a voice message and we can then have it played through Discord and recorded onto the stream, uh, onto the, onto the recording and then literally us respond to it there and then sort of thing for mm -hmm. um you to be heard and us to react to um if you want to like contact us individually uh how would you get hold of you dolph and indeed questions for star uh, which one twitter at dolph and rapture it's a big d nothing religious nothing political nothing racist don't be like he has to point out the big d every time you know it. Bob's, how would they... Uh... Well, somebody's got to. Yeah. <laughs> how would they ask you, Bob's, if they want to ask you questions personally? Well, same Twitter or Instagram. Um, Rachie underscore Coop. And, and yeah. 
yeah um and if you want to ask me questions as well we're, we're going on the same banner of dom uh dolph said don't don't be a prick basically just ask good questions funny questions don't be offensive don't be racist don't be dumbass um you can get hold of me lozg985 wherever you see that name if there's a cowboy hat on a halo spartan helmet that's me and um yeah thank you for listening uh, i hope you didn't fall asleep at the end there um and we'll see you next time uh when we'll have wonderful stories about doing fuck all at home <laughs> You will. I've still got to go work. <laughs> well, you'll be whole, you'll be carrying it. You and Lala will be carrying it then, because Lala's still got to do teaching, so she'll have her stories. You'll be still doing your uh, binning. You'll be still the yep. dirt queen. So yep. uh, we'll we'll get your stories hopefully, and uh, me and Dolph oh, will yes, have to I'd... find some more interesting and funny shit. I did dress up as Dead Elsa for halloween so she definitely let it go she did (laughs) she let it go so much and i dressed up as the mad hatter or a perfectly sane barman in 2020 Mm. (laughs) because it it would be the same at that point anyway i'm I'm starting to ramble again right let's let's get the fuck out here um thank you guys for your time and i'll catch you all next time